0: J-Rod Concerts family, hello from a blistering hot, surprisingly hot, Nashville, Tennessee. I mean, where did spring go? We went from a long winter to 200 degrees. I think there was one day of like birds chirping and flowers out. I don't know what happened, but you know what? No complaints, we're healthy, good music abounds. Hope you guys are enjoying life and with lots of great music in your world as well. And ladies and gentlemen, you know, we always, one of the, we love comebacks in this show. Musical people and just human stories of comeback because the comeback is always better than the setback. Um, I think we can all agree with that. We love to say that the comeback is always better than the setback. It applies to your lives, dear listeners, and it applies to our guest today on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast, Brandon Davis. First of all, this country singer is skyrocketing right now. People Magazine, you know, called him a TikTok sensation. A couple months ago, he sold out the House of Blues in Anaheim, California, over capacity, and he was handpicked by Tim McGraw to open his 2022 tour. So he's on fire. Um, But prior to making music, you know, he was not, he was an engineer, always loved to sing, but he never felt he could chase the Nashville spotlight. So it was only when life intervened that uh, he is where he's at today, he basically almost died in a car accident. He had a car accident that was really crazy. He left him in the ER for weeks, and this was his, along with his wife, this was what kind of, like, configured a life change of massive action to follow his musical destiny. And we're so glad he did because, oh, mama, is he good. So, you know, go to brandondavismusic.com if you want to see his dates, um, with Tim McGraw, but I, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. It's really great stuff. It's going to leave you inspired. Thank you, Brandon, for your time. And without further ado, Brandon Davis on J Rod Concerts the podcast. Brandon
1: Davis, how's it going? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How about yourself, buddy?
0: Thank you so much for joining, man. Absolutely, I appreciate you having me. Absolutely, man. After that album, parts don't rush. Man, what a one after another, dude. I mean, it's different. Speaking my language, dude, you can put it on shuffle. It's just absolutely phenomenal, man. Congratulations, brother. I really appreciate it, man. It means the world. Absolutely, man. So, you know, let's get straight to it. I mean, your story, Brandon, is fascinating. I mean, we're already thinking who's going to play you in a Hollywood movie, to be honest. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, man. Because, because like the the way that you've reached this point is actually inspirational. But it's it's like out of a Hollywood script. People would say it's too it's too Hollywood. If like you know what I mean, it's just beautiful.
1: Like uh, it means the world, really. man. Yeah,
0: absolutely, man. So where are you coming to us from right now, Brandon? Where are
1: you? Coming to you from our at home loft studio here in Chattanooga, Tennessee.
0: So. Lovely, 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 man. Absolutely. And you know, I gotta tell you, your name is obviously becoming a household name. I mean, a few months ago, you sold out the House of Blues in Anaheim. It was like wall to wall. I mean, people are packing rooms to see you. Uh, that's got to be like a really good feeling. I mean, you know, you've played music most of your life. You've had your ups and downs. So we'll talk about that a little bit here. But man, what does it feel to be at this point in your career, Brandon, that, you know, the seats that you've thrown are starting to like sprout, if you will?
1: It's a it's a brand new experience that you always dream about, but when it actually starts to happen, you're kind of taken aback because, I mean, how do you react to something that you've always wanted actually being a reality? I mean, there's no, there's no way to, to ever expect something like this. You can try and plan out your life and make it happen the way you want to, but to, to be able to say, look, I worked hard and something happened that became not work at all. It became what I loved. Yeah. When I, now that i get to say i do what i love i mean there's no better feeling
0: man i love it and that's why you're working so hard it's like it's like it comes naturally man but but you know speaking of that i wanted to ask you because you're a busy guy we see you on social media your calendar you don't stop but you're a father of four you're a beautiful husband you have you know you have all these hats how do you do it you know like how how are you keeping like do you sleep like how do you how do you keep your like schedule balanced here we,
1: we sleep when we can but uh <laughs> now the the good thing about it is music is intertwined with the family, the same yeah. as the family is intertwined with the music. I've got kids who, who love it. My daughter's already trying to write songs, and my youngest son, <laughs> he, he knows the words to all of them. Yeah. So we've got to travel with them as much as possible, but it, it's, become, it's become just an expression of daily life to where it's not as hard to work at it when you just get to live it. Right. And that's capturing these moments that bring the music out. It's, you know, having these times where you sit down with other folks and write these songs. And luckily the kids do have a few hours a day that they get to go to school. So it makes, makes the time not be so compressed and you're able to focus on what you need to while everybody's got their own thing going on. And then family comes together at night. You get to have all your moments at dinner and really bring it back in. So it's, it's been a good balance just because we're all in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Brandon. And was part of that, like, maybe like your dad, you know, your dad, Rick Davis, he was a musician. And when you were growing up, you know, he was around you, of course. I mean, he opened in the 80s. He, he had a bunch of hits. He opened for God Bruce also. Was this part of like your, your memory bank that you're trying to replicate? You know what I mean? Like you were like around him and he was like turning around and playing with the guitar. Is, is this kind of where it comes from?
1: It is. I mean, there's a lot that my dad passed down to me, not only just the music, but I mean, a lot of good life, life values and morals. And I'm trying to instill the same in my kids because I watched what my dad did, which a lot of his music was when I was growing up. It was, you know, making making ends meet, too. It was, you know. Maybe the day job wasn't everything that it needed to be, and music was the way we could get baseball paid for that summer. It was the way that we could keep enough extra cash in case the washer and dryer went out or, Mm -hmm. you know, make make the bills make sense come the end of the month. Yeah. And watching how hard he worked every day and then still pushed for music to be able to help out in any other way that he could, it just kind of drove me to make sure that I always put my effort into everything I've got, whether it be – you know, the job I had before and putting forth all my work just to provide or now being able to put it all into the music and provide in that way, and not only provide for us, but provide for everyone else, provide a means for people to now connect with us and connect with
0: this music. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of like the beautiful light that you're doing. But before before I ask you about February of 2019, and I'm sorry that, you know, you probably get asked this every day, but I do want to ask you about, you know, your job as a design engineer before that. You know, you were providing for your family. It's a good job. Obviously, you're a very smart guy. You got to be smart to do that. But, you know, was there a part of you, Brandon, that, man, like, I, I mean, for lack of, of, of a better way of saying it, that was kind of unfulfilled, even though you were providing, even though you had a, a really solid job there, um, just because you were not kind of like following that calling that now you're like so free and like you're beaming with light. Was part of you unfulfilled when you were like a design engineer is the question.
1: I, I will say so, just because you always you always have these dreams when you're a kid of what you want to be when you grow up. And for me, I had I had two big ones, and then one that came in third place just in case the first two didn't work out. The two mm. big ones were either be an MLB baseball player yeah. or be able to make it uh, singing country music. Well, being an MLB baseball player doesn't do well when your shoulder ain't quite right. And that fell to the wayside. Music was there, but, you know – no one knows right out the gate how to get into it, and I certainly didn't at the time. But being an engineer, you know, going to school, that was a, that was a guarantee. I could work hard and, you know, go through school to earn a degree to be able to do sure. that. Sure. And as much as I loved what I did, I, I enjoyed the fact that, you know, I had a stable job and I was able to bring home that constant check. Absolutely. At the end of the day, it wasn't my passion. It's not what, right. I, it's not what drove me. And now... Right. Now I'm able to say that's exactly what I have. I have a passion for the music. I have a passion for writing it and for connecting with the fans. And it does drive me.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, that's why you do it so well. And like, like I say, man, like, I mean, my audio audience won't see it, but my video audience is gonna see, man, you, you're just like a free man, your physiology, your muscles, it's, it's beautiful to see, man um but but let me ask you and and again apologies I know you talk about this every interview man but for my audience just take me to February 19th of uh, 2019 you know just uh you know I I I mean you're you you go to the gym you're going to work uh man what happened what happened
1: it was a you know you they say wrecks that are worse off usually happen closest to home and it's kind of true I was on my way to Go to work after working out that morning. Sitting at a uh, red light, got the green arrow to go. Started taking off, and next thing I know, I'm hit head on by a distracted driver coming down the hill. Uh, it definitely, it definitely kind of threw me for a loop. I woke up, didn't know what had happened. You know, the car's engine sitting in my lap, and I get out thinking I'm fine. Realize when the shock and everything wears off, I'm not. I'm collapsing. I, you know, can't hardly stand up. I'm trying to figure out exactly what's going on what's about to happen who's trying to get around me and they end up calling an ambulance the ambulance takes me off to Erlanger we end up having to have emergency surgery to keep me from going septic and when I woke up I just I, I couldn't wrap my head around it at all yeah I not figure out why any of it had happened why the wreck had happened why I had to go through what I did with the surgery at the hospital and I just remember I kept looking over at Destiny saying I don't understand why. Why me? I'm not trying to wish it on anybody else, but why did it have to happen to me? Yeah. He said, you don't understand it now, but one day you're going to, and I can't guarantee it's going to be tomorrow or, you know, anytime soon, but one day you're going to realize exactly why this
0: happened. Destiny said that? Yes. Destiny's your wife, by the way, but you see, you know, boys and girls, like that's the kind of partner that you want to be in. Someone who tells you that in a moment like that—what a beautiful thing,
1: man! And, man once, once I really tried to just think about everything that had gone on. I was constantly thinking about the kids and what all we tell them every day because we try to instill in them: look, chase your dreams, chase yeah. your goals, and be yeah. who you want to be, and don't let anybody tell you no. Because the only person that can make those dreams come true are you. And I realized that I'm sitting here telling my kids to chase their dreams and I'm not chasing my own and at the top of that list was music so I looked at her I was like look I really I really need to stop wasting my time that I have here because it could be gone in an instant." God it. just proved that to me so I really want to start chasing music she said okay well if you want us to chase music let's chase music
0: beautiful man beautiful beautiful brother man that's a, you know, and when you're telling this story, I feel like a lot of people in 2020, they kind of had that realization. But, you know, the, the fact that you were able to have it before and you didn't need a pandemic, like, you know, life, life is short. You got to live with passion. And, man, and, and kudos to you for, for living in the uncomfortable and being courageous. And because this is what's happening, what's happening now with Brandon Davis, man. So, man, what, what, what a great story. Thank you for sharing that. I know that you do it every day. So appreciate that.
1: Absolutely, brother
0: absolutely man and uh, and yeah man and okay so let's pivot real quick to to like you know you start doing your music and you know there's this important moment in in your journey that a tiktok video goes viral that destiny uh, again destiny here you know good partnership here is the theme of the episode uh, puts up online man but what was the moment, Brandon, where you seriously like realized, like, oh my god, this video is like legit viral, like this is like a real thing? Like, was there like a moment someone called you? Like, what? What do you remember?
1: Well, I remember not wanting to get on the app and really <laughs> yeah. trying to, uh, trying to avoid it the best I could, but it was inevitable. She uh, she started taking videos of me around Father's Day of 2020, and when she posted that. Very first viral video. She was showing it to me. I think the night of, she was like, "Look what I've been doing. I've been posting on TikTok," and I was like, "Oh wow, that's got like sixteen hundred views." She's like, "Yeah, it's pretty cool." I was like, "Yeah, it is pretty cool." So the next morning, I got up. I was like, "You know what? She give me a login info. I want to log in just see what this app's all about." And I got on there and started taking a look. And a couple hours into my work day, I sent her a text. I was like, "Have you seen the video?" (laughs) <laughs> Here's what video, I was like our video. I was like, it's got like 20,000 views. She said, That's awesome. I was like, Yeah, it's incredible. And all of a sudden, it just blew up. It went from being at 20,000, that by the end of the day, it was well over a million. It's insane. It, I think now it's at like 13 million or something after yeah. all this time. And when it really took off and we started seeing the followers pour in, a few weeks went by and we had already had, I think, 300,000 people that started following us. And it blew my mind. I, looked, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't get out of my head. I was like, this is insane. Something's actually happening. We've sparked something. She said, okay, look, here's the deal. This is it. Like, this is your moment where you're actually engaging a whole new group of people. People are figuring out who you are, and you have people asking for more of it. So right now is when you need to decide, is this what you want to do? Is this what you want your career to be? I said, yeah, 100%. Let's do it. And from, from then on, the rest is history. I mean, releases, more videos, expanding to other platforms, touring across the country and other tours that uh, I'm sure will.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I think, you know, the theme is here is life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. And uh, you, you've made such a great job with this, man. Uh, you're being so good with your time. Thank you so much, Brandon. L- let me ask you, you know, one more question. You got a lot to do, but it's about your songwriting family in Nashville. Right? Because I mean, from the moment we're recording this, you have an album release show a few days out here in, in downtown Nashville, and you know you have Alex Pennington in here, you have you know Josh Bird, all the people that helped you write the song, Sam Cohn. Can you? And everyone just speaks so highly of you, man. Everyone just loves you, and the way the camaraderie that you have with your songwriters and with the Nashville community. Can you just talk about that? Because you have something like really fraternal and special. Man.
1: Well. The very first co-write I ever had actually happened here in this room on this couch, believe it or not. <laughs> no way. I That's had great. I had never really experienced the whole co-writing thing before. I was the one that pretty much rode around in my pickup truck, writing songs on a voice memo on my phone, and getting to them when I could. You know, uh, it'd be to be grateful if I ever got to play them on the guitar. I just didn't have a whole lot of time for it, and they. They hit us up through socials when everything started to take off. We were getting ready to release our song step-by-step and Alex said, look, I've got me and a buddy of mine, Kyle Clark out of Nashville, and we would love to come and write with you. You're right in between us and Chattanooga. We'd love to just come by your house and set up a write, see what we can come up with. And we accepted, they came in and quickly, I made two new friends. I mean, now it, it doesn't feel like it's only been well over a year. Feels like a lot longer than that. But they introduced me to so many more people, Josh Byrne, Sam Kuhn, Josh Bricker. And the web has just expanded beyond what I could have ever imagined. I mean, this album includes those guys. We've got Jacob Frisch, who was a part of the very first song we ever released. He's really the reason that we were able to release our first song, God Made Angels. And he was the he was the producer behind Step by Step and Ice Cold, More Than a Flag. And it's, it's crazy when you see the village of people you can build around you and the network that can really drive things to a new level. Right. And not only do that, but build a family in the process.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, Brandon, you've said it all, man, you know, I, like we could talk to you for 17 hours, brother. So we're going to have to have you back as your career progresses. But man, what a thrill. Congratulations again on the, on the Hearthstone Rush. I mean, tequilas and opinions. I mean, dude, like what a song I mean as a closer I mean we are like obsessed with your album brother we're you know we you're gonna go places and just enjoy to have you thank you so much for your time man
1: hey thank you for having me on man it's been a pleasure
0: you've been listening to J-Rod Concerts the
1: podcast with Jamie Rodriguez